Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have episode 18 of the Box Office Beatdown Show. I am joined by my co-host for the Box Office Beatdown Show from LC Screen Talk, Larry. Larry, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm doing great. Very nice to hear from you again. How's your weekend been? Uh, It's been all right. (laughs) <laughs> it's good. Uh, it's yeah. good. Yeah, it's been a quiet weekend over here. Um, the calm before the storm, I would say, for Fourth of July week coming up. You got any plans for Fourth of July? Eh, no, not really. <laughs> yeah, I plan on just watching Stranger Things three, and just having fun with that. But um, let's get into the box office, everyone. This is our box office show that we do every Sunday with Larry and I, where we talk about the top five of the weekend box office and then some other noteworthy box office stories. So, this is the week of uh, June 28th, the last week of June, which is crazy to think about. And we had the opening releases for Annabelle Comes Home and Yesterday. So, uh, Larry, why don't you start us off? What came in at number one? So coming in at number one is Toy Story 4 holding on to that top spot with a $57.9 million second weekend, which signifies a 52.1% drop from last weekend's opening numbers. So that does give Toy Story 4 an overall $236.9 million domestic haul thus far and a $496.5 million worldwide gross to date so i think that's a tad bit steeper than they were hoping for with toy story 4 but Mm -hmm. still an okay hold for a big opening uh yeah i noticed it was about it was around the same opening uh the second weekend for incredibles 2 last year which was um which is good but incredibles 2 last year i remember that was going up against a really big movie which was um jurassic world so uh, it's notable that this movie wasn't really going up against that much, but Annabelle, I would say, I guess, kind of. But um, as far as like the animation market, not too much. It wasn't going up against that much. So um, I guess the uh, a fifty-two percent drop isn't too bad. It could have been much worse. Yeah, um, it's not too bad. But also, Incredibles two opened much larger. Right. So a fifty-two percent right. drop for a film that large is okay. Better than a. Mm. a Fifty-two percent for a smaller opening. Yeah, but and I, and I, not I, horrible. I noticed a lot of people was like freaking out because everyone else who were who was freaking out about the opening for um the movie last the opening for uh, the movie last week for Toy, Toy Story Four with the seven with the one hundred and eighteen million dollar opening, but it was really was still a really good opening. But then you know it's summertime and it's um there's a lot of stuff that's coming out and there's a lot of things that are not doing that that big. You know, lately. So um, I'm not too surprised by this drop. I mean, we saw these kind of drops happen with movies opening the movies that opened wide to a large num- to a large number. Um, but yeah, I guess we'll have to see how it holds up next week with um, the release of Spider-Man. That's going to be interesting to see. I, cause I, I guarantee Toy Story 2, Toy Story 4 will come out of the second spot next week. So, um, yeah, that's definitely interesting, but we'll see. It's just uh, it'll be interesting to see if it gets to a billion at this point, too. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just under half a billion right now, but I don't know. That billion mark is looking like uh, it's in a big question. Really? Yeah, I um, I don't know, especially with, with what's coming out, too. We still have the Lion King that's going to do crazy numbers. So um, I don't know. That's uh, 
I mean, I, I, I do think Toy Story 4 will have legs, but uh, it's only an amount of time to see how much legs it will have, you know? So yeah. that's gonna be that's gonna be the that's gonna be the the news for this movie to just just to see how 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 good it does with the legs, um in in the next couple of weeks. So um number two, what did what do we got? So coming in at number two is Annabelle Comes Home, which has a fun little road to the weekend box office. So for the pure three-day box office weekend, it opened with $20.37 million. However, for its full five-day opening gross, it did make $31.2 million. So that's a little bit more in line with what people were hoping for. Mm-hmm. Overall, so far, that gives the film a worldwide total of of 76.2 million to date um yeah i so so it did like for it came out on tuesday and the entire run so far for the tuesday domestically it was around 31 million um definitely not was that now i i know i was expecting around like you and i were saying the same thing from like 30 to 40 ish and um, we were talking about, you know, Annabelle creation and the first Annabelle, how they how well they both kind of did. So seeing this one kind of opening up a little bit lower than those two films, maybe there's some people who don't really understand the story of Annabelle anymore. People who don't really care about the story of Annabelle anymore. But um, I mean, it's still pretty good. Number two spot for Warner Brothers and the Conjuring franchise usually makes around the same amount each movie. So I guess it's not too much. And the and this movie, I, I know for sure this movie did not cost that much. Yeah. So um, yeah, it's still it's fine. I think they're okay. I think uh, it just needed to hit thirty million for that five days. So right. I think it's okay since it hit that thirty million. I think it's looking just fine overall. Uh, about as good uh, as about as good as opening as I think the studio even was really expecting. So right. it started off kind of weak too. So the the weekend really helped push it up after the Tuesday turned out to be kind of meh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. It didn't um, which I still don't even understand why it opened up on Tuesday. Like, well, yeah. why I really don't get the logic behind that. But um, hey, I mean, I get it. It did okay. It didn't do. It didn't do like amazing. It did fine. The movie. Um, I was ex- I wasn't expecting it to do to do like that great anyway. So um, yeah, I guess 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 this is fine. So yeah. uh, number three, what do we have? What a shocker! This movie. Now, number three is quite the shock for me and you, based on our predictions last week. Coming in at number three is yesterday the Danny Boyle Beatles pick, which opened to a very nice seventeen million dollars over the opening weekend worldwide. It opened to twenty four point seven million. But it does come with a $26 million budget. So it it has a little bit to go there to make up that budget. But especially the way adult skewing films have fared over the year, I think they have to be pretty excited for a high teen opening for this film. Agreed. Yeah. um, I I mean, it it only opened to about 2,000 theaters. So $17 million, I mean... Must have been a big audience for the Beatles. I mean, we all know the, how big the Beatles are, but um, yeah. I definitely, I think you and I was seeing it really low. We was kind of like banking it around the numbers for the low, you know, for the low end kind of indie yeah. kind of films that was, that was coming out earlier yeah. this year. So, um, I mean, hey, good for them, you know? 
Yeah, um, I'm shocked. I, I guess the the marketing was more effective than I anticipated. I didn't think the marketing looked all that good. Um, yeah. I actually did like a focus group about the trailers, and I was like, "Ooh, they don't know what they're doing to market this film." I don't know, mm-hmm. but apparently it did the job. So people came on into the movies to to check out this Beatles fantasy romance. <laughs> and it's and it's also too now like I I wasn't hearing like I also wasn't hearing that much good I was hearing okay buzz for it, but it wasn't like, you know, really like really strong buzz like yeah. say like Book Smart and um Long Shot was opening up to or even like Rocket yeah. Man. But um yeah, this 17 million I was not expecting that at all. So I guess it's really good. Yeah. Um and all right. So number 4 Number four takes Aladdin flying in at number four, coming down only 29.4% this weekend, which is the second lowest actual drop of the top 10 this weekend, and yet another tiny drop for the Disney live action film. That does bring Aladdin's domestic total over 300 million now up to 305.86 million and the worldwide total is now up to 874.1 million so again another great hold for aladdin it keeps trucking away Uh, almost 10 million in its sixth week of release is a great total for that film and i i think it might even be passing up some of these other movies next week i don't know it might take a hit thanks to Spider-Man Homecoming because they're right. buying for a similar audience. But, I mean, come on. This has been a, a great run for Aladdin. Um, yeah, once again, you and I have been saying this for six weeks now um, about how how well Aladdin was doing. Um, $9 million, only a 29% uh, percent drop. It only lost about 200 theaters. I mean, this is really good. Um, I, I, will, I can't believe that I'm saying that Aladdin, with all the uh, negative... With all the negative, you know, you know, with all the negative Press ideas, and yeah, and... yeah, and all that from everyone who was watching the trailers and everything like that, for it to just hold on this strong throughout its run, it's really, really impressive. Over it crossed that three hundred million uh, mark, so it's really good for them, you know. I mean, honestly, this is the only like undeniable box office success story since Avengers. This entire yeah, summer yeah. season after Avengers, mm-hmm. Aladdin has been the box office story to look to. So, you know, good on you, Disney. These these live action remakes continue to rake in that cash. I uh, yeah, they're gonna continue, and then the next big one is of course the Lion King, which is gonna do amazing. And then the ne- I guess the next bigger, bigger like big one is Mulan. Um, although with all that with all that news that they've been dropping for that movie about no songs and no dragon. People are starting to get a little worried, but um, we'll see it. But I do think of Mulan and Lion King will do like bonkers numbers. So, well, especially um, Lion King, we already saw those Fandango uh, numbers coming out, and they're looking yeah, the tracking, pretty yep. strong. So yeah. we'll see though. But tracking has led us astray. Just look no further than Toy Story Four. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> so true. We'll see. <laughs> That's true. A lot of movies this year they've been tracking well, and then just hasn't been that great for a lot of them but um yeah i mean good for aladdin aladdin has been doing great i'm sure next week we're gonna be saying the same thing when it makes like five or six million dollars at a hey another good weekend for aladdin and it's six weeks so really good um and then lastly number five what do we have 
So staying put, holding strong at number five was The Secret Life of Pets 2, which brought in $7.1 million in its fourth week of release. That brings the Illumination Studios animated sequel up to $131.2 million here domestic and $223 million worldwide. So just looking at this, it's foreign box office. I'd have to check. Looks a bit small right now, so I'm wondering how many property, how many uh, nations it still has to open in, um, just because that's usually where Illumination's bread and butter is. So I'm kind of right. shocked to see a 91 million foreign domestic or foreign box office right now. So, but any which way, um, it's already almost tripled its budget, so it's doing okay, just not the the breakout success I think a lot of us expected. <laughs> yeah, I think they were all I think the, with this movie it's doing really well, but it's because of the success of the first movie that um, you know, it's has a lot of people kind of turning their heads a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if they're going to go forward with the uh, Pets 3. I I, I'm probably I, I feel like they will, um, but just not give it that much money, you know, like this one did. So um, I mean, it was only eighty million bucks, and they made it; they surpassed it, um, which is good for them. But yeah, I, it's it's very interesting. To it's gonna be very interesting to see how um, this movie plays out as far as like you know because. I don't think we can we don't we don't have to put this in the category of the like the struggling animated features of the year. Yeah. But I mean, I guess it it can go in the category of the most disappointing um animated features yeah. of the year, I would say. Yeah, it's certainly not on the level of Missing Link or Ugly Dolls or Wonder Park. But um, or even Lego Movie 2, honestly. Um, but it certainly is a disappointment on what I think a lot of us assumed would just be another pretty surefire bet for Illumination to just mm -hmm. rake in that cash. So just the summer, the summer at large, um, it kind of falls with Toy Story, where obviously financially they're both doing fine, mm -hmm. but they are still a bit of a disappointment no matter how much they, they end up making. I mean, if Toy Story 4 doesn't get close to that billion dollar mark it also is coming up quite short of its predecessor and then this secret life of pets is sure to come up way short of its predecessor so right um yeah so yeah i i i think it's all right i mean it only it, it didn't drop that much i mean toy story 4 is still kind of taking taking it out so gonna be very 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 interesting to see how it how this how it, how its uh box office run ends and stuff because it, it is in its fourth weekend so we're gonna be looking at that number to see what's going on but um that is it for the top five so what other stories do we have in this in this box office. So the big one, obviously, is that Avengers Endgame re-released this weekend with, quote-unquote, a deleted scene that was unfinished, as well as a Stanley tribute and a clip from Spider-Man Far From Home, which, you know, that's like, what, two days away? So... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> okay. yeah, um, yeah. Obviously, they put that in there not only to get people back out here, but to maybe boost Spider-Man like I anticipated. That's why I thought they were releasing it again this weekend. Mm -hmm. I will say the poster is sick that they handed out with the movie. <laughs> yeah, I saw your picture with it. You sent, yeah. you sent a picture in the group chat. 
I will say um, too, uh, my favorite part was actually the Stanley tribute. I actually I thought was very nice. Um, it was yeah, I was gonna favorite moment of the post credit stuff. I, I was gonna ask you like, how was like was there was was it worth going out to go see? Because I I haven't um I haven't been hearing that much good stuff about the whole you know about the deleted scene and all that stuff. I did hear that it was very like it's not worth going back out. For um, I, but I did hear good things about the Stan Lee thing, um, and I'm wondering which Spider-Man clip it was. I did see the movie, but um, wondering what that clip was. But I mean, it, it doesn't. It, with all the movies coming out still this week alone, we have um, Far From Home and Midsummer. Uh, I still have to see yesterday with all the with all the movies coming out. I don't think I'm gonna make my way back to see Avengers Endgame. I do think the re-release was way too early, and the box office kind of shows. Um, I mean, five million dollars is fine for the re-release. They added about a thousand theaters, but um, I think that I don't. They could have waited. I feel like they, this wasn't. I mean, Spider Man is gonna do fine. Like they could have. You know what I mean? It, it could have waited. <laughs> so and and. The box office of Spider-Man for Disney is not even going to Disney. It's going to Sony. So, I mean, I don't understand that kind of logic. Oh, we want to boost Spider-Man. It's going to do fine. It's a Spider-Man movie um, with not much competition around it. It's, it'll be fine. So, I um, say, um, yeah. for those that were wondering, Avengers did pass Avatar's pre-re-release like, box office numbers during the week this week. So, I know a lot of people were up in, you know, all outraged or whatever that... Uh, Disney was trying to get that record and re-releasing. They passed Avatar's initial box office prior to this weekend because Avatar got to its number also because it re-released into theaters. So let's not pretend that Disney is the only studio and Marvel is the only studio to re-release films, people. Yeah, <laughs> Avatar exactly. is only there because of it, it would be dethroned at this exact moment if it hadn't re-released. However, I'm not it's hard to find any international numbers right now. Um, I've been kind of like trying to scour I don't think uh, Endgame quite got there yet, um, even with this re-release. It was a nice enough bump. I mean, it jumped from 13 to 7. But, um, I mean, what can you expect? Like you said, this is very, this is almost not even a re-release. I mean, It's this, not. That's this what I'm just, saying. I mean, this is a re-expansion. You know, they yeah. just expanded into the, it hadn't left theaters yet. So, I mean, <laughs> so it is what it is. Um, I don't think it's really worth it, especially, again, Spider-Man, if this had come out a month or two months before Far From Home, then mm -hmm. that, that clip would be exciting. You know, you'd be like, oh, yeah, I want to go see what the clip is. But you're going to see the whole film in, in a day or two. So yeah, there's and not really a need for the clip. The deleted scene, part of it is, it's like, where... <laughs> It doesn't have much context into where that deleted scene would even fit. Um, I don't because you know it's not like they threw it into the movie. They just put it at the very end to be like, "Hey, this is a deleted scene that's unfinished," uh, and it features the Hulk. And the animation on the Hulk is very unfinished. Um, <laughs> I heard like I just I just don't like, understand. It's I don't just... know why they chose a Hulk clip. I'm like, why did you yeah. choose a clip to add back in of a completely CGI character? <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. It's weird, but the Stanley tribute was. By far, it was actually a very nice, maybe one of the best tributes for Stanley I've seen. Uh, so that was very nice. The poster is very cool, but based on these numbers, you know, it, AMC will probably have those posters chilling at the front 
desk. Uh, <laughs> they will. And when I go on Tuesday for Spider-Man, I'm, I guarantee they'll be passing out those posters. Like, you guys want one of these posters? And I'd be like, sure. Um, because I, listen, okay, so I'm on two sides here. I don't, the, the people who are, like, legit upset that the movie got re-released, like, are you are you kidding? Like, I saw videos on YouTube. People were like, oh, my God, it's such a cash grab. I'm like, uh, yeah, that's what, I mean, that's what, that's what, like, re-releases are. A bunch of big movies do re-releases. A bunch of old movies do re-releases. It's not a brand new thing. It, it happens. Yeah. Um, but I do think the re-release was way too early. They tried, um... I it, it was barely out of theaters. You know what I mean? People were barely even missing it first. You got to let people miss it. And it's coming out on Blue. And a lot of people probably probably saw that it was getting re-released. And then it said, no, it's going to be out on Blu-ray like in two months. You know what I mean? Like if this was re-released back in like, I don't know, November, December, then it would be much more of a hype kind of thing. Let's go. Let's go. Um, and, and people wouldn't have to be rushing to it to see deleted scenes. They just want to go see it again in theaters. You know what I mean? It's a really good yeah. film to watch in a theater. It's not the same when you got to watch this film at home. So that's just a selling point, right? It is. But like, I heard this. I heard the um, the new scene was just horrific. And then I heard um, that it's just the um, the whole. Was it like a thing with Anthony Russo or something like that? I don't know. No, well, all of that is just a thank you. Just him coming. Oh, yeah. Thank right, you okay. for coming to watch the film, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I mean, that's, um, that's not that. The Russo, I didn't even mention it because, I mean, it was nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, because that, that's how they were marketing. They're like, oh, you got to get this thing from Anthony Russo. And you got to get this thing from uh, Stan Lee. And then you're going to get a deleted scene. And I, I'm, I'm, I thought the deleted scene was going to be incorporated into the movie. It was just like a scene after the movie. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'm Literally all set. <laughs> to the very end. I don't know. I'm all set. The, the poster will be on Amazon for like 20 bucks at some point. You know, it's fine. Like, I'll be fine. But, um, yeah, I, um, I'm looking at this box office and Child's Play, second weekend, number eight. Same. What happened? Child's Play plummeted. 69, yeah. almost 70% drop for Chucky in week number two. Child's Play 2019 brought in 4.27 million this weekend for mm. a new domestic total of 23.4 off of a 10 million dollar budget. So thankfully, it's cheap. Uh, they're at least already in the green. But yeah, uh, I think a lot of people. I know reviews were kind to Child's Play. A lot of people had some like campy fun with it. Right. But I think a lot of people also were like, "What in the world?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I think it it got in generally got very mixed reactions. Um, and with the horror film, they they drop hard usually. I mean, it's very rare to see horror holding on too well. So right. Annabelle will probably have a pretty steep drop next week. I don't anticipate it being a seventy percent drop next week, but uh, it just it kind of is what it is in horror, unless yeah. people just. Love it. Unless it's getting rave, amazing reviews and audience scores are out through the roof because, you know, midsummer next week, we already talked about it. That ain't going to open big. And I, I already know yeah. I think audiences are going to hate it probably just like they did yeah. with Hereditary, just like they did with The Witch, just like they did with It Comes at Night. Pretty much every single A24 horror release. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so it is what it is. Child's Play, your mainstream horror film. People didn't love it, so you dropped seventy percent. Um, yeah, I'm actually very nervous for uh, Midsummer next week. But um, Child's Play, I, I guess I, I guess personally, I was not expecting this much of a drop um, already. I, I thought at least like maybe fifty nine. 
Like, <laughs> you know, but I was like, oh, wow, this is, that's tough. Um, I mean, there wasn't really good uh, word of mouth. It was like kind of a mixed reaction, and those don't always do well. Um you mentioned Hereditary last year. Uh, um, Hereditary did not do well. It came in the number four spot last year. Um, but it, it opened up against, and it was only up against Solo, A Star Wars Story, and its third weekend, and then Ocean's 8, which did really well domestically. But um, it came in at $13 million last year. So I see around the same number for Midsommar. Um, especially because Hereditary audiences hated it. Um, the witch audiences hated it, but so did I. But um, and then oh. like, yeah, I thought the witch was horrific. I don't understand. Oh my! Um, but um, what's the other movie you said? It comes at oh, night. It so comes I, at night. It I, comes I, at night. Bombed. Bombed. Yeah, I, I still haven't seen it because I'm I'm afraid because like I I'll be honest. I will be shocked if Midsummer gets to 13 million. Really? I yeah. I I think Hereditary was marketed more as a horror film. Like, they marketed Hereditary like it was a more traditional horror. They did, right. Midsummer, their marketing has been more ethereal, which, I mean, may be in line with the film, but it's it's uh, it has much more of that indie flair to it with Midsummer. <laughs> Yes. I don't know if people are going to be going to see it or not. <laughs> like, um, yeah, I, um... I kind of agree because I remember Hereditary. They just, they just, the marketing was just, was, was just a lot of the, a lot of the last fifteen minutes of the movie, just like you know, scary, <laughs> scary. Tony Collette banging her head on the thing. That, that'll get people in theaters. People are like, oh Alex fuck, what is that? Smashing his head on the. Yeah, <laughs> that was the marketing. This one is kind of just like the flowers and the trees and some shocking stuff, and I don't know. <laughs> it's kind of just weird. I don't yeah. know if it, it's not giving off as good of horror vibes. It's giving off kind of like, what? what is this? This looks right. kind of weird. What's going on? <laughs> so uh, when are you seeing that, by the way? I'm seeing that on Wednesday. Alex and I just got our tickets, but we're sitting way in the back because I feel like my eyes are going to burn. It's gonna be oh. a bright, a bright movie. Just because yeah. it's gonna be, it looks bright. I just, I don't have time for all of that. But um, <laughs> I'm still excited for it. I'm still very excited for it. Um, I liked Hereditary. It was like my my fourth favorite movie of last year. Um, but I don't. I mean, the first reactions to to Midsummer was calling it really, really like effed up. Um, also, the movie is like two hours and twenty something minutes. Um, it's a long movie, so I'm I'm not sure the number next week is gonna be really big for it as well. I agree with you. I maybe I see like I don't know, nine to ten. I see. I don't know. I wanted to just quickly highlight a couple of these other movies up in here. John Wick with the smallest drop in the entire top 10 this weekend. Only dropped 22% for 3.175 this weekend. So uh, Keanu Reeves' love continues strong this summer. (laughs) But that does bring John Wick Chapter 3 up to 161.3 million domestic and a very nice 303.6 million worldwide wide so go john wick <laughs> yeah um john wick is doing great i can't say the same the same about shaft shaft got slashed theater slashed um number 15 out of you know in the box office not well like it's next to late night and late night's been out forever you know what i mean and then i'm just i'm just looking at dumbo wondering what's going on here <laughs> oh yeah the um the plus percentage i don't know um it's, it went I up mean, it, it didn't even go up in theater count 
I'm is it just like the Blu-ray. Is the Blu-ray out? Is that why? Yeah, the Blu-ray came out. I, I I'm shocked. I'm like, what in the world? But wasn't it there just... like another movie when the Blu-ray came out? It kind of got spiked a little bit. What I was? Think so I'm that, I remember talking about that a few times with you. Like these Blu-ray releases do something. They do something with these movies in theaters. Weird. I don't know. I mean, maybe it's because they're in the like cheap theaters, the dollar fifty, so that a lot of people just go see it there and it accumulates. I don't know, but. I, yeah, I, I do have know. a couple of I do have a couple of theaters that do that, like with the um, you know, they'll do like five bucks a ticket and be like movies that's been out for months, you know, like Dumbo, a movie. You'll see movies like what, uh, Dumbo, Glass. I don't know, like yeah. a bunch of random stuff that's been out. Yeah, um, so I mean, Dumbo. Part of me is also wondering if that's a mistake on the <laughs> on Box Office Mojo site. Could well, be. because it made it exactly the same as Dark Phoenix. I don't know. I'm like, okay, uh, this is weird. But you know, I hope maybe uh, it did. Dumbo needs every million it can get. <laughs> yeah, you made me sad when I said it made as much as Dark Phoenix. That is horrific. <laughs> These Dark Phoenix numbers, yikes. Um, and then Anna, Anna, second weekend. 60 percent drop. It did. I'm it, actually shocked, Anna. I mean, I guess because it opened a lot lower, but I'm shocked it didn't do Child's Play number drops. But yeah, I, you're uh, right because it opened <laughs> it opened lower. It made like what three million yeah. last week. <laughs> so sixty percent um, is a steep drop for that low of an opening. But <laughs> yeah, I guess Rocket Man is doing well still. Yeah, Rocket Man most still part. trucking along. Another thirty one percent drop. And I will say, my theater for Endgame was actually pretty stacked. Um, surprised at me. I was like, wow, there's a lot more people in here than I thought there would be was for it? this re-release. It was. I was, like, stunned. Um, there was quite a few people. I also saw Dead Don't Die, but clearly nobody else did um, because it it bombed all around. Have you yeah. seen Don't Die yet? I, I haven't. There's a lot of I've been really slacking. Like last summer and the summer before, I was doing so well as far <laughs> as like as far as like seeing movies, but like with like with like working and then like, you know, it's either a screening or like I have to catch it on a Thursday or late Friday because um, I'm working on Saturdays a lot lately. It's just a lot of stuff going on. So I all these all the all the like smaller movies that I want to catch that I want to check out. I haven't been able to like I still want to see The Last Black Man in San Francisco. Oh, yeah. I heard good things about it. I want to see I Wild Rose. It. Yeah, I want to see Wild Rose. I want to see um, The Dead Don't Die, even though I haven't heard great things about it. I still want to see yeah. it. I, I still haven't seen Child's Play. I'm just a hot mess this oh. summer. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's happened, but I'm going to check that out this week. This week is my my mission to check that out before the 4th of July. It's just a hot mess. Just, I Yeah, I want to see Yesterday. I'm just, I've missed a lot. And it's just very disappointing. But um, yeah. Any other stories from the um the box office? Men in Black International again, just not doing well. Yeah, um, although it did, it did, it only did a thirty eight percent drop this week, but still not what they wanted from this movie. I think, but I don't know. I think Fourth of July is not really a good movie going week, so we'll see. I mean, because people want to be outside, they want to be doing things. They're not really right. about going to the movie theater. But uh, I don't think that will slow Spider-Man down. Um, I do think some of these family films might do pretty well, holding on as well. But I guess we'll see. All right, let's uh, let's see what we got next week. Next week we have um, Spider-Man: Far From Home, which is on Tuesday, and then we have Midsummer. So, um, 
Far From Home was great. I can't wait for everyone to watch that. Can't wait for you to watch that. Um, just to get your thoughts next week on it. And then Midsommar. I do Midsommar right now was holding about an 85% of Rotten Tomatoes. So I'm sure I'll probably like it for the weirdness <laughs> and all that stuff. But um, I am afraid that it's not going to do that well in the box office wise. Um, Far From Home, I saw it was tracking. A good, a, a good, about, about 150. Now I'm kind of nervous because Toy Story was shocking the same thing. <laughs> um, so I, I don't know. What do you think? What do you think is gonna? How do you think we're far from home as far as box office next week? Yeah, I'm just, I'm gonna undercut that just a little bit. Just, I'm gonna say, no, 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 I can't handle the tracking. So I'm gonna say 135. That'll be my, my guess for far from home. Five. Um, that's what that's fair. I believe 135. I'd say I'm gonna go with. I'm going to give it more love because I love the movie. So I'll go 140. I'll go 140. Um, Midsommar, huh? I'm going to go around 9 to 10, like I said earlier. Just I'll, go, I'll go 7. <laughs> oh, wow. Come on. Get some love to Ari Aster. <laughs> get some love to A24. What's going on? I mean, um, I, I, know, I don't think people know it's from Ari Aster or Michael Lower. Because yeah. I think people would have been like, oh, that he's the one who made that movie from last year, Hereditary? No, thank you. Yeah, yeah, I don't and know. I loved Hereditary. So the, y'all, don't come for me. I love Hereditary. <laughs> this is not my own personal thought. It was like my honorary number 12 movie of the year from last year. I think it <laughs> Barely was, missed yeah. my top. I, it was like my number five or four. I don't remember, but I know my but number people, one was searching. Cause... We're not having it with that yeah. hereditary last year. Mainstream audience. <laughs> oh, they didn't like, listen. Like I'm it. telling you, if it's not, if it's not like, if it's not like jump scares galore and loud blares and um and and conjuring stuff, then people don't like it. You know what I mean? If it's it's not a mainstream horror, and mainstream horror movies do not do well because if it's not if it's not blaringly blah or like you know kids going into a cabin and they all die, then people don't want to watch it. Um, and it's a sad thing because like we need some new horror, and that's why Annabelle Comes Home was fine. But if the mainstream horror would love that movie. You know what I mean? Just because it's it's that. That's just what they are now. Um, but yeah, so I guess that's it for the uh, box office uh, beatdown show this week. So a couple of things for our channel, everyone. We were supposed to do the um, our anniversary show yesterday, but I had to work again. This is a mess. So um, I was thinking about for the world show this week, making that our kind of favorite movies of the year so far there's not much for everyone just because this year has been a hot mess too um as far as films and uh, tuesday is far from home we already have our review on the channel you can check that out um and wednesday we will have a review for midsummer that'll be out and then yeah that should be it for all the shows coming up in the next couple of days and, and larry um, thanks for doing the show once yeah. again, sir. Um, let everyone know where they can find you and what's coming up on your channel this week as well. Certainly. So you can find me on YouTube as well as on Twitter and Instagram, all at LC Screen Talk. I will have my June monthly ranking for all the films I saw in June coming up here probably tomorrow, if not Wednesday then, as well as my Spider-Man Far From Home review will be up in the middle of the morning on Tuesday at like... 
3 a.m. probably, 4 a.m. Uh, oh, wow. Because <laughs> I'm seeing it at midnight because they're Ooh. randomly going back to midnight showings on Monday. Uh, <laughs> so I'm going to Monday night at midnight. Uh, I probably actually won't get to check out Midsummer until Friday, um, but I'll probably review it then as well. And I'm working on getting my quote-unquote favorite films of 2019 so far video up, but it's not going to be a countdown or anything. I'm working on doing a montage for that. So there you go. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. Very nice stuff coming up on your channel, sir. Um, and that's it, everyone. Thank you guys for joining us. Um, really appreciate it. Yesterday was our two-year um, anniversary of the podcast and the page. So thank you guys. All. Thank you guys. You know, I remember starting this page. It's so crazy how it is now. Really appreciate it. And that is it. That is the Box Office Beatdown Show. Tune in for next week's show. Uh, Larry and I will be back. And then uh, right before I leave for Comic-Con, I believe, is will be our 20th episode, which will be crazy. So stay tuned for all of that. And thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne. That was Larry. We will talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye.